Hi, my name is Rhett Barden, and I'm the lead pastor of One Life Church, and I want to thank you for joining us today. At One Life Church, we exist to help you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. For more information on how you can be a part, please visit us online at olc.church. Enjoy the message. Again, everyone, if you're just now joining us, welcome to One Life Church. My name is Rhett. I have the honor, and it is the privilege of my life to get to be the lead pastor here. And we're closing out our series today. We're calling Living Legacy. But before I jump into that, I want to do something I do every single week, and that is I want to look into the camera, and I want to welcome our online church family, all those who are in the room today. Throw your hands together and welcome our online church family. Let them know how much you love them. Yeah. It is so good to have you with us. However you're joining us, we want you to know, as always, you are our family. And so one day we cannot wait. I know many of you have joined us. Actually, I met a a lady today who said that she's been watching us online. And it's just so cool to see how technology works. And uh, I just want you to know, wherever you are today, we love you. We're for you. You have family in us. If you need anything at all, please don't hesitate to email us to connect with us. We're here for you. All right, you guys. Well, hey, before I jump into the message, did you notice the trailer today? you guys at the movies kicks off next Sunday and who's excited for that come on man and so uh, if you're new or a guest here you're probably thinking what kind of church did I walk into can you get away with doing movies in church well you can here we like to have a lot of fun we believe that church should be enjoyed not endured and we cannot wait to kick off this series next Sunday. It starts next Sunday and goes through the second week of December, and it really is probably one of our most evangelical series that we do throughout the year. And why is that? Because you're ready for this? As much as I love you who are in the room today, this service and at the movies isn't for you. You know who it's for? It's for your lost loved one. It's for your lost friend. It's for your coworker. It's for somebody that is out here in the world who is experiencing hopelessness and needs to experience the love and life-giving message of Jesus Christ. This is why we do this. And some of you may be thinking, well, can you show me scripture in verse where Jesus did this in the Bible? I'm still not buying the fact that you can do a movie in church. Well, let me just tell you this. Jesus taught parables. Everybody say parable. 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 Now, we as Christians are in a religious community. Uh, You've probably heard that word and you probably don't even know what it is. You've said it so many times. A parable, what is it? It is a modern day story. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, took modern day stories in his culture, in his time, and guess what he did? He pulled out biblical truth to reveal the love of his Father for that generation and for generations to come, which have been us, right? And so if movies would have been around, trust me, Jesus would have used the modern day movies to pull out biblical truth. And so what are we doing? As a church, we're just simply coming around what is a modern day story in our culture, and that is movies. So we're taking that medium, we're bringing it into the church, and we have filtered out everything, okay? All right? And so what we've done is actually I'm going to be preaching between the clips and showing you from God's word just some biblical truth that will be applicable, or applicable, I should say, to your life. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Guys, we got free sodas. Come on, there are going to be Cokes, there are going to be Sprites, there's going to be popcorn. I'm just saying, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we cannot wait. And by the way, all of that is free, F-R-E-E, that spells free. Why? Because you already paid for it anyway. You put it in last week's offering, so it's yours, okay? So come ready to have a good time. Come on time. Generally speaking, our services are going to be really packed. We're going to add even more chairs and kind of maybe even have to rearrange the room a little bit to make room for everybody. But please invite a friend because I'm telling you, there is nothing like inviting a lost person or someone you know that needs to experience God's hope and God's love through Jesus. 
Because I'm telling you, when they give their heart to Christ on that day, when you look over at the end of the service and I say every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around, but if you'd like to begin a relationship with God through Jesus and I ask them to raise their hand, I'm going to give you permission to peek. Okay, and when you look over and you see your friend or loved one's hand go up and a tear come out the side of their eye, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I understand why we do at the movies. This is the best Sunday ever. Why? Because God used a simple movie to be able to present his truth in a way that it would lead my friend or loved one to Jesus. Come on, this is what it's all about, everybody. And so, come on, throw your hands together if you're excited for at the movies, everybody. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. And I just want to say this, if you're joining us online, unfortunately, we're not able to put the At The Movie series online. It does have to be in person only. We have the copyright law and our copyright license to be able to do it in the church, but we're not able to stream it outside of the church. And so if any of you would like to donate like, you know, several million dollars for us to get that license, that would be great. We wouldn't use it for that license, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyhow, but I'm just saying, you have to be in the room have to be in the room, and it's so much more fun in the room, okay, but we will get back to our online services uh, for our Christmas service that will be kicking up, and you'll be hearing more about that. All right, we are a message note-taking church, everybody. What does that mean? It means we love to take notes here at One Life Church. Uh, notes aren't just something we do. It is a part of who we are in our culture, in our church, because I want to give you God's word so you, that you can apply it in your life Monday through Saturday, and so we're doing a new text in service, so if you would like to text OLC notes to 94,000, text OLC notes to 94,000. The notes will come right there on your screen. You can save it as a PDF. You can email it to yourself or that loved one who wasn't at church today. I'm just saying, no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. But it's a lot of fun. Anybody enjoy notes if you are? Can I hear a good amen from you across the room? Okay, good. And so, all right, you guys. Well, like I said, we are closing out a series called Living Legacy, and I want you to know that this series is all about really just the next step in your spiritual journey and in my spiritual journey. Now, whether or not you realize this or not, you and I, we are on a spiritual journey. In fact, this is why my family moved 2,300 miles from Alabama, everybody, to plant One Life Church in uh, September of 2018. It was to help people come to experience four things. Number one, we want you to know God. Not religion, not a church. We want you to come to experience an authentic relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. We want you to know God. Second step on everybody's spiritual journey is all about finding freedom. It's finding freedom. In other words, we want to help you find healing from your past, healing from your pain, healing from the things, the wounds of yesterday, so that you can begin to see the significance of your future. And we do that through small groups here at One Life Church. We want to help you find freedom. We ultimately want to help you discover your purpose so that you can ultimately do the step four in the journey, which is make a difference with your life. And that is what this series has been all about. It is all about living a legacy, making a difference with your life. So why is all of this important? Well, let me show you in scripture today. Psalm 112, verse five through six. This is what it says. It says, hey guys, good will come. Time out. Not maybe, not might, not eh, we'll see. No, no, no. Good will come to who? To him or to her who what is generous and lends freely, who conducts his or her affairs with justice. What is it saying? It says those who have decided to leverage their life for eternal purposes, my friends, look at the promise. Surely he or her will never be shaken. Come on. That is some good news, everybody. Those who have chosen to leverage their life for eternal purposes will never 
be shaken no matter what comes their way. And this is my hope for you. This is my longing for you. This is our church's hope for you, is that you can experience the truth from God's word that says that your life can look like a life that no matter what comes its way, could be a life that is never shaken in your marriage, in your home, in your relationships, in your finances, in your health. My friends, it is possible to live a never shaken life. I love the rest of the verse. It says that a righteous man or woman, what? A person who is in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, one who is decided to make a difference with their life what will happen they will be remembered forever they'll be remembered forever my friends i'm just here to tell you today that this is god's desire for your life that you live your life in such a way that you make an eternal difference not only for this generation but the generations to come that you live a legacy life so here's the question what in the world is a legacy life. What is legacy? Well, we answered this question last week, but I want to answer it again today just to help support where we're headed. What is legacy? It is simply where your life and my life lives on. It's where our lives live on beyond us. And by the way, it's just simply a choice, the choice of giving all of our lives away to something that will outlive us. It's giving our lives away to something bigger, to something greater. Throw that on the screen, my friends. It's giving everything we have to something that is so much bigger than us. It's living on purpose, for a purpose, living with intentionality. It's men and women who have decided to leverage their time, to leverage their resources, to leverage their, their, uh, everything that God's given them, their cre- creativity, their ideas, their thoughts, and their gifts to make a difference eternally for this generation and the ones to come, to live a legacy. Why is this all important. It's important because the goal, my friends, isn't to live on earth forever, but it's to leave a legacy that does. Can I get an amen? This is what life is all about. This is our ultimate purpose in life. It's to live a legacy life. Now today, my hope is that you're asking me, well, what does it look like? Can you give me some practical ways to be able to live this thing out? And of course, we're going to get there. But before I show you what it looks like, I want to take a moment to celebrate what God has done so far in 2021. Can we do that for a minute? So I want to set it up with this verse out of Psalm 65, verse 11. God tells us, he says, hey, you crown the year with bountiful harvest. And David says this, even when the hard pathways, when we've been dealt some bad cards because 2021 was bad, or 2020 was bad, and it even brought some bad things into 2021, even though the hard pathways overflow with abundance, or I am reading this completely wrong. Let me start again. You crown the year with bountiful harvest, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. What am I saying? It's saying, although the year has been hard, my friends, God has still been good to us. That's what I'm trying to say this morning. So what I want to do is I just want to share some kind of some praise reports of what God has done in 2021. So at the beginning of the year, you guys, this is really, really exciting for us. We moved the church office out of my house. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. And we have an office complex over in Caldwell, everybody. It's pretty cool. You guys, that's exciting. I know for the few people who used to go to my house for every single meeting, you're like, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Um, so we've got a One Life Church office. If you want to know where that is, go to our website. It's really down the street. Just go Caldwell. It's in Caldwell. You're like, well, I thought we were a church in Nampa. We are a church for the valley, everybody, okay? And so, and we had an opportunity there on some space, and so we've leased that space out. We don't own it, but we're leasing it, and it's been a huge benefit to us and the team. We do our, all our band and rehearsals there, and we do our leadership trainings there, and of course, the office out of there, and it's just been a, in all, and what's really cool is our students. Come on, students, where are you at? We got student life up in that house. Yeah. 
So we do all our student ministry there. So if you're a student, if you know, from sixth grade to twelfth grade, uh, today on Sundays, five thirty to six forty-five, come on, hang out with us at the church office. All right. So that's been a lot of fun. But let me just kind of walk you through some things that God did. Y'all, nineteen new small group leaders have been trained. Nineteen new small group leaders, and this is awesome. And you're probably like, well, why is this exciting? Because small groups aren't what we do. It is who we are. It is the lifeblood of One Life Church. It is how we help people find freedom in their life. And because we were able to train 19 new small group leaders, you ready for this? 584 people took steps to find freedom in small groups this year. Come on, somebody. That is a great place to say amen. And what's really cool is that we understand that the local church is the hope for the world. And not just the local church, but the local church mobilized in order strategically placed in communities is the hope of the world. It's how we're going to change our world. And for that reason, we are very generous in support of an organization that does church planning all across this nation and around the world. And because of your generosity, you ready for this? In 2021, despite how crazy the past two years have been, you guys have been a part of supporting and planning 64 new life-giving churches who have seen over 500 people make decisions for Jesus Christ, everybody. How awesome is that? 60 of those 64 are domestically, uh, and then the other four are globally. So my friends, you are making a difference with your life. You're living a life of legacy. And actually, one church we planted this year that we were part of helping support was Refresh Church with Pastor TJ and his wife Leah Hanke over in Meridian, you guys. They launched back in September, and God's been doing tremendous things through them. So I want you to know, yes, we're planting churches around the globe, but we're also doing them right here in our own backyard. And you are a part of that. So every life that's been given to Christ, my friends, if you've sowed financially into one life, you, my friends, are going to experience and reap the reward in heaven for those lives changed. This is awesome. And so what I think is really cool, even at a young church that we are, I say we're three years young. We planted September 16th of 2018. And so we're just three years young into this, but we decided from the very beginning that we were going to support local, national, and global outreach. And this year, so far, you guys have given $19,221.67, guys, to local, national, and global outreach. That's amazing, you guys. That's pretty cool. 13 people have been water baptized, took next steps and saying, you know what? My life has been changed and I'm going public with my faith. That's amazing. But here, I don't want a patty cake clap. I want a hand clap of praise and glory and honor to God. Because the next number I'm about to share with you is why we planted our church. It's why we exist. You ready for this? Because of your sacrifice, because of your investment, because of your generosity. You ready for this? 124 people have made decisions to follow Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Throw your hands together. Give God some praise today. Yes, Lord, we love you. <laughs> My friends, this is what it's all about. This is what legacy living looks like. And some of you may be thinking, well, man, what does all this mean? What I'm tr- simply trying to say today is this. Here's the big idea, is what we are a part of is so much bigger than the part we play. What you and I are a part of is so much bigger than the part we play. Guys, it's bigger than an individual. It's bigger than a personality. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than my family. It takes all of us. And let me just tell you this. When we planted our church, and for those who I've just had a chance to do some really close and personal life with when we were launching our church and doing a lot of meetings, this is still the truth, and I want you to know this with all my heart. I'm not here to build a platform for myself. The only platform I'm here to build is Jesus Christ, his name and his name alone. I don't give a flip if anybody ever knows my name. But I just want people to know when it comes to One Life Church, 
when they hear the name One Life Church, they're like, I don't know who the pastor is, but I tell you what, that church loves God, they love people, and they're living a legacy, they're making an eternal difference, not only in our community, not only in our state, but they're doing it around the world. That is my hope, that is our desire. But I'm gonna tell you something, my friends, it takes all of us, it's beyond just me and my family and us few on the team right now. It takes all of us, if we're gonna see our city change, if we're gonna see this world change, it's gonna take every single one of us deciding to rise up, to leverage our life, to leverage our time, to leverage our talent, to leverage our creativity, our ideas, our thoughts, our administration skills. It's gonna take every single one of us to line up and to say, you know what, I'm gonna leverage even my resources to advance the vision of God down the field so that people can experience hope in a hopeless generation that comes from Jesus Christ. The reason we leverage our life is so that people can know God, come into a relationship with God, that they can find freedom, discover their purpose so that they can ultimately make a difference with their life. And if you love that and you're saying, man, I wanna be a part of something that's bigger than me. I wanna make a difference with my life. I want to live a legacy life. Pastorette, what does it look like? I'm going to give you four things today. Four things. If you're taking notes, write this down. When it comes to legacy living, legacy people, we live with vision. We live with vision. In other words, we see things. We see things that go beyond our situations. We see things that go beyond our circumstances. We see beyond our trouble. We see beyond our pain. Well, how? How do you do it, my friends? Well, because we see life through the lens of eternity. We see life not through the lens of now, but we see life through the promise of tomorrow that is our eternal hope in Jesus Christ. We realize that there is more to life than this life. There is a heaven that awaits us. And my friends, we just are passing through. Come on, somebody. Second Corinthians 4, 18 tells us this. Guys, we don't look at the troubles. Legacy people, we don't look at the troubles around us. We don't look at now. We don't see what we can see now in the natural. No, rather we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. We fix our gaze on the eternal things. Why? For the things we see now in the natural, our situations, our circumstances, they're soon gonna be gone. Hey, that's some good news, everybody. They're soon gonna be gone. But the things we cannot see in the natural, but that we see in the supernatural, by faith and trust in our God, the things we cannot see, the eternal things, oh man, they last forever. My friends, legacy people dream big. Legacy people have this attitude that my faith and my confidence is not in this world, but my faith and my confidence and my assurance is in our God, Hebrews 11.1. 1. We're not going to look at our family, our finances through the lens of now. We're going to look at our family, our finances, our health, our emotions, the state of the world through the lens of eternity. And I just want you to know, my friends, I see something. I see something. In fact, in 2017, I was sitting in my living room then uh, in Mobile, Alabama, before we decided to move here. In Mobile, Alabama, I was sitting in my chair, and God just began to download some things in my spirit that I began to see. They weren't now, but they were this, there, it was vision. It was vision, not, it was vision for you, it was vision for me, it was vision for our city, it was vision for the Treasure Valley, our state, and the Pacific Northwest, and ultimately the world. And I want to begin to share with you, I've done this probably once or twice a year, and today I'm going to take the opportunity just to, to remind you some of the things that I see, because legacy people, we see things. And so I want to read this. This is just the vision that I feel like God's given us for One Life Church. I see a church of influence, united around the cause of Christ, who shakes the heavens and the earth through the power of prayer. Guys, I see a church who loves God's word and whose worship captures God's attention, stirring his heart to move. Guys, I see a church that exists to make Jesus famous, 
who is extravagantly radiant and that no building can contain. Guys, I see a church full of love and laughter enjoying the life together in community and who is filled with hope and an unexplainable peace. I see a church whose love and generosity knows no end. I see a church expanding like wildfire into every fiber of its communities in that every day leads someone to experience the love and the grace of Jesus. Guys, I see a church whose youth are so passionate and vibrant in their love for Jesus that they transform their friends, schools, the city, the nation, and the world for Jesus Christ. Guys, I see a church where songs of freedom are birthed from the heart of God, sweeping the nations and ushering people into the presence of God. I see a church compassionate for people, refreshing the forgotten, loving the lonely, healing the hurting, and freeing the enslaved. Guys, I see a church consumed with developing and empowering generations of leaders. Guys, I see a church producing and planting life-giving churches around the world. I see a church discovering and living out their God-given purpose and design, full of the power of the Holy Spirit and defying the impossible with audacious faith, believing that God can do anything. I see a church who will do everything short of sin while reaching for the one. The church I see is one life church. My friends, if you can see that, can you give God praise this morning with me? Come on, if you can see that. I see something, and I just want to encourage you to see something. Why? Because a legacy people, we live with vision through the lens, not of now, but we live through the lens of eternity. In fact, Jesus said this in John 4, 35. Jesus said, guys, I tell you the truth. Open your eyes. Hey, One Life Church, open your eyes and look at the fields. Look at your family. Look at your friends. Look at the city. Look at the community. Look at the sphere of influence God has put you in. Why? Because they are ripe for harvest. They're ripe for harvest, my friends. This is the day. Now is the time for you and I to rise up and to leverage our life for eternal purposes, to leverage our time, our creativity, my friends. And by the way, God wants to use you in this process. Well, Pastor Red, I mean, that's your job. You're the pastor. Well, let me show you some scripture. Ephesians 2, 19 through 22. You ready for this? God is building a home, and guess who he's using? He's using us all. Not just pastors, not just preachers, not just apostles. No, no, no. He's using you and me, us all, irrespective of how we got here. Like, no matter your past, no matter your pain, no matter what you think has happened in your life to disqualify you, no, he is using us all, irrespective of how we got here and what God is building. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation, but guess what? Now he's using you, Scripture says. One Life Church, he's using you. He's fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone. Set up the teardown team. Come on. Greeters to hospitality. Kids life to worship to production. He's using all of us brick by brick. And what he's doing with Jesus Christ is the cornerstone that holds all of us together. And I love the next three words. You ready for it? We see it. What do legacy people do? They see it. They see it. We see it taking shape day after day. A holy temple built by God. All of us being built into it. A temple in which God is quite at home. My friends, we're building a home. 
What are we doing here at One Life Church? We're building a home that will outlive us, that will outlive our generation. Right now, we have the ability and the, uh, the opportunity to steward well what God's given us for not only your family, but for your kids. But we didn't just move here for you and your kids. We moved here for you, your kids, your kids' kids, their kids' kids, and for generations and generations to come. My friends, we are building something that will outlist us, outlive us, and go on for and go on and go on to make an eternal difference for generations to come. Why? Because my friends, I want to remind you that the goal isn't to live on earth forever, but it's to leave a legacy that does. This is what legacy living is. We live with vision. Number two, write this down, a a living legacy life. We not only live with vision, but we love serving others. We love serving others. In other words, we don't live selfishly. We live selflessly. In other words, it's not us first, It's others first. Like the way I like to say it is we've just made a commitment to we love living an others first life. This is what legacy people do. And this is who you and I are at One Life Church. We're going to do less for ourselves. Why? So that we can do more for others. I love 1 Peter 4, 8 through 11. Paul tells us this. Above all. By the way, if you ever see above all, guess what that means? It means it is important, everybody. Like, this is the most important thing. Is the most important thing ourselves? No. The most important thing isn't ourselves, but it's to love each other. It's to serve each other and to do this deeply. Why? Covers a multitude of sins. Love covers wrongs. In other words, love makes the biggest difference, everybody. Well, how do we show it? How am I supposed to show this? You ready? Paul goes on and tells us. He says, here's how I want you to do it, guys. I want you to offer hospitality. I want you to offer hospitality. I love this word hospitality because in the Greek, what it literally means is I I want you to show kindness to a stranger. See, a lot of times we think we'll just offer hospitality to the people we know. You know, God's calling us to show hospitality, not only the people we know, but he's calling us to show hospitality to people that we don't know. He's calling us to show hospitality to people that we run into every day in life. And by the way, we're supposed to do this for one another. Look at the word that comes next, without Without grumbling? Oh, man, pastor's preaching a message on living a legacy. I guess I got to go out and do an act of kindness. Right? No! We don't do it with a grumbling. No, we do this because we love to do it. It's who we are. It's in our nature. Each of you should use whatever gift. By the way, you and I, all of us in this room, we have the gift that God's given us that we need. Not just we as One Life Church, but the capital C Church needs for us to be able to win people and influence people with a love and life-giving message of Jesus Christ. So we should use whatever gift we've received to do what? To serve ourselves? No. But to serve others. Why? Why? It goes on to say, I love it, so that, here's why, so that all things, by the way, so that in the way we live our life, that God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, to him be the honor, to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. And guys, when I know this, when it comes to legacy living, I just need you to understand. Here's the big idea. Selfishness dies with us, but selflessness lives beyond us. This is what legacy living looks like. We live with vision. We love serving others. We live a, a serving others first life. Here's number three, and that is we're marked by generosity. Our lives are marked by generosity. In other words, it's our character. It's our nature. It's an 
every fiber of our being. In other words, generosity isn't just something we do once a year. Generosity is who we are. It's a byproduct of our relationship with God because Jesus Christ has been so generous to us to forgive us, to heal us, to deliver us, to redeem us, to give us hope, life, and love because of his generosity in our own life from the free gift that is grace through Christ Jesus. We live a generous life because we're experiencing his generosity as well. It is our nature by the Spirit of Christ living on the inside of us. This is who we are. We live, here's our declaration, we live with intentional generosity. It's intentional. Notice that word, it's intentional. I put that intentionally there for you to understand that it is intentionally. Generosity. Spontaneous giving is great, but God also loves the order that comes with intentionality. Why? Because God loves a cheerful giver, 2 Corinthians 9, 7 tells us. And that's why I know God's smiling down upon One Life Church because you are the most generous church on the planet. And I'm just simply reminding us today of what living a legacy looks like. This is who we are. We live with vision. We love others. We're marked by generosity. In fact, I love David said this in Psalm 112, verse 9. He says, hey, guys, they share freely. Legacy people, what do we do? We share freely. We're not stingy. No, we give generously to those who are in need Not only in our tithes, not only in our offerings, not only in our gifts on Sunday, no, but with our time, our talent, our ideas, our creativity, the things that God has given you. God has given you things. Why? Why do we do all this? Because your good deeds will be remembered forever. And check this out. You will have influence and you will have honor when you live this kind of, you are living a generous life. Guess what it does? It opens doors. It opens doors for you to be, out, be able to live out the vision of our church, which is we exist to reach and influence people with the love and life-giving message of Jesus. Amen. Nobody cares how much you know, church, until they know how much you care. The love language of love is giving. For God so what? He loved that he did what? That he gave. He didn't take. It's his nature to give. And so what opens the door for you and I to have influence in our family, our friends, on the job, wherever it might be, like this principle is found all throughout God's word, is that we love, we love, and when we love through our generosity and they see it in our actions, it's going to open the door for you to be able, for one day they're going to come to you and go, okay, listen, why are you so kind? Why are you so generous? Like, what in the world is up with all this? Because I've never experienced this before. What is your story? And guess what? Your generosity paved the way to be able to not preach to them, but to simply share your story. Well, you know, I, I can't take credit for this. There's a God who, that I put my hope and trust in. His name is Jesus, and you're just going to share your story. And what are you doing? They didn't care what you had to say before then, but because you've lived a life of generosity, what did it do? It gave you influence, and it gave you honor, and you made an eternal difference that not only will be remembered for today, but will be remembered forever. This is legacy living. And that's why I just simply want to encourage you. To, to take those acts of kindness cards. I don't have one in front of me. Throw one that, are they in the guide today? Anybody have an acts of kindness card? Sorry, I should have had one up here. You see it on the screen, right? So last week I talked about this. I want to encourage every single one of us to live a legacy life. And I may have one somewhere in here, and I'm sorry that I don't. That's my apologies. But what are, what's, the, what's the point of the acts of kindness cards? They're at the desk or they're at the coffee station. They're at Guest Central. My hope is that they're in the restrooms today. My hope is that they're everywhere you, you set foot in this building today. I want you to grab as many of these cards as you possibly can. And here's why. It's because these cards aren't for you. They're for you to use to open the door so that you can have influence for what? For leading people to Jesus. 
And so I'm going to encourage you to pay for somebody's coffee with one of these cards. So I dare you, man. I dare you to go through Starbucks or Dutch Bros or whatever your drive-in of choice is. If it's McDonald's, I'll forgive you. It's okay. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so wherever you are, I just dare you tomorrow as you're going through your drive-thru on your way to work to take one of those cards and to say to the attendant, hey, I know this may seem strange, but I want to pay for the person's meal behind me. And would you give them this card? And then when they pull up to the window and they go to pay and the person says, hey, that person in front of you just paid for your meal and they're blown away. What? What in the world? There's still good people out there. And then they receive a card and on that card, it just says, hey, I just want to let you know something extra to show you God loves you. And by the way, so do we. There's a family called One Life Church who's here for you in case you ever need anything. What are we doing? We're living a life of legacy. And someone encourage you when you're at that restaurant today, this afternoon, come on, man, leave a big tip. You know what I'm saying? Like a big honking tip, like double amount, right? Leave a big tip. Take your neighbor or a first responder a meal. And don't take them donuts. Listen, first responders, they love donuts, okay? But like, take them a gift card to Texas Roadhouse. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's bless them. <laughs> and if you want to be the hero tomorrow, come on, grab me some Lonnie C. Donuts and throw them down on the table and go, bam! A little something extra, everybody, to show you God loves you and to give me an excuse for why I'm late in the office. You know, because if, you know, you go get donuts, you're not late. You're just the guy that brings the donuts to the office, okay? So why do we do this? Because generosity opens the door. It opens the door for influence. It opens the door for honor. It opens the door for us to be able to share our story. It opens the door for us to be able to make an eternal difference. And I just want to remind you today that there is no act of kindness, no matter how small, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. So some of you are thinking, well, Red, I don't have the finances or the resources to do that. Well, guess what? Generosity can be free. You have thumbs, text somebody. You got hands, give them a high five. You got arms, hug a brother or a sister. You got a face, come on, smile a little bit. You know, you got a mouth, come on, encourage somebody today. An act of kindness multiplied can change our world, everybody. If you believe that, can I hear a good amen today? So this is an opportunity for you to live a legacy life because this is not what we do. It is who we are. I shared this opportunity last week is our Thanksgiving bags of kindness. My friends, last week, you guys were so generous to go out on that guest central and grab every bag we had. And uh, we've got more bags today, okay? We have committed to, to being able to support 50 families to have a Thanksgiving meal. And as a church, because of your generosity, we've been able to pay for all their turkeys, okay? And those are being held in a freezer right now that we got from Costco. But we're asking all the families to go to guest central and pray and ask God, should I be generous in this? Guess what? If you ask him, he's going to say yes, by the way. I'm just saying. And so go out to Get Central and grab the bags today. And then I'm just saying, you're like, well, how much does that cost? For less than $20, everybody, you can provide a family to feed up a family of six for less than $20. And in that bag, we have the exact detail of shopping items to the T on what you can buy. And so I want to encourage you, this is an opportunity for you to live a life of legacy. Now, when it comes to generosity, one of the things I'm very excited about, and I cannot wait to get to this today, and really this is what today is all about it's about our legacy offering, our legacy offering. What is a legacy offering? It happens in three weeks, by the way. We're not doing this today, okay? We are, live a life with intentional generosity. In other words, we live our life praying, planning, and responding to what God has put on our hearts. Now, I want to share with you, legacy offering is going to happen on Sunday, December the 5th. Now, if you're new to our church, I just want to just kind of give you a little bit of teaching on this. Never in the history of our church have I ever asked you to give to our church, but I have always unapologetically asked you to ask God, God, should I participate in generosity? 
And my friends, I'm just here to teach you and, to, and let you know, when you involve God in the process and you begin to ask him these kind of questions, my hope is that you're listening and that you're just simply responding because that's where the blessing is. It's not, the blessing doesn't come from somebody showing you a sad video to try to manipulate you to give. We don't do that here at One Life Church, okay? That's not our flow, all right? But I always will unapologetically always ask you to ask God how you should participate in giving. And the beautiful thing about our legacy offering is that none of it goes to us. 100% of everything that comes in on that Sunday in that legacy offering, above our tithes, above our normal giving, 100% of that we give away to local, national, and global outreach. And so we started this in the beginning of our church. And by the way, if you're a church planner or if you're just a church, period, um, you are also a mission, by the way. And so we are a mission to our community, right? And so we launched our church in September, and God put this on our heart to be able to set this up. Three months in, we needed resources really bad just for us to continue to move the vision forward. But I felt like God said, no, you are marked by generosity, and how you sow, you will also reap. And we are just a church that's like, all right, God, you're in this. And so we decided to take up an offering once a year and give 100% of it away. In our first year, in our first little infancy, stage of a church, you guys were so generous to respond to what God put on your heart. We raised $5,000. In the second year, you were so generous to respond to what God put on your heart, and we raised over $10,000. In last year, it just blows my mind, because of your generosity and your response, we were able to give over $25,000 away last year to local, national, and global outreach. And so I have no idea what God's going to do. Yeah, you can throw your hands there. That's a great place to say Amen. And so that's a great place to say amen because this is who we are. This is what we do. And so I just simply want to let you know that I just, I don't know what God's going to do in and through us this year. I have no idea. And it's not really about the number, okay? But it is about the participation. And so I just, unapologetically, I'm asking you not to give, but I'm asking for 100% participation for every single one of us in this room and online to ask God. Just ask God. Ask God, pray, and then get with your husband, get with your wife, get with your family, Make a plan, be intentional about it. That's what I'm telling you, four weeks last week, three weeks today, all right? And then when it comes to that Sunday, I'm just asking you to respond, just to respond. And here's some, here, I'm gonna show you a list of some people that we, we support, but before I do, I don't know if you noticed on the bottom here, if you want more info, I want you to text OLC Legacy to 94,000. Now, this is not putting you on some kind of like, you know, bait and switch type hook, okay, for me to hit you up or anything. That's not what's going to happen. It's just going to send you a link to your phone, like the notes, and it gets on that link, takes you to our website. That's all it does. And on our website, it tells you, detailed out, gives you the ability to click on the organizations that I'm going to show you to hyperlink to them so you can learn all about the organizations we support. And so all year long, we support these organizations, okay, through your generosity. We support them. But what I want to do at the end of this year, I would love just to like write them checks they weren't expecting to come. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the organizations we support, you can see this if you text OLC Legacy to 94000. It's the Boise Rescue Mission. The Boise Rescue Mission. Guys, they are not only located in Boise, but they're located right here in our own backyard. They do so much. They meet physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of the homeless in our community and those who are addicted. Now, you ready for this? Last year, because of your generosity, 728 people, 728 people who were homeless are now no longer homeless because of your generosity. Come on, man. That's a great place to say amen. 
And I want you to know they give them Jesus, everybody. They teach the gospel. They're just not saying, hey, go out and get a job and do something. I mean, there's some very practical things that they do, but everything that they do, they do in the name of Jesus. Second organization that's right here in our backyard, many of you are familiar with, is the Lifeline Pregnancy Care Center. Their mission is to defend the sanctity of life. They meet the physical and spiritual needs of moms who are going through an unplanned pregnancy. And they give them the option outside of abortion, which is life, everybody. And we stand behind this because God's word tells us to support life. So my friends, come on, that's a great place to say amen. This is what we're doing, you guys. Legacy people are marked by generosity. I'm showing you opportunities of where the legacy offering is going to go. So that was a part of our local outreach. My friends, our national outreach is all about church planning. It's all about church planning. I shared with you, we already planted 64 churches, 60 in the U.S., four globally. Uh, in the history of our church, in 2019, guys, we planted a church in Boise called Create Church. In 2020, we, uh, we planted a church and helped support a church called E3 Church over in CUNA. And then last or actually this year, like I mentioned already, we planted, help plant and support Refresh Church right here in Meridian. We do this through the organization called ARC, Association of Related Churches, and this is how we as our church were planted as well. We plant churches, so we would love to be a blessing to continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around our nation and the world. Global Outreach is our third spot, which, by the way, A21 campaign, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but we would love to send them a big check to help continue in the name of Jesus to abolish human and trafficking in the sex trade in the name of Jesus. That demon has to flee. That mountain has to bow down in the name of Jesus. And it takes resources, my friends, to get the word out and to create the, just the infrastructure to be able to have a place where we can rescue girls. And I want you to know that last year, because of your generosity and support of A21 campaign, we were able to rescue 235 women from sex trade in Jesus' name. God, come on, man. That's a great place to say amen. Another place we'd like to bless is Hand of Hope. This is a part of Joyce Meyer Ministries. There's so much that, that she does, but we would really like to be focused on water relief in some water, uh, just places where they don't have fresh water. So water relief and feeding programs go on to tell you there's another organization globally we support that I'd love to write a fat check to, and that is Frontier Alliance International. They are crisis response and humanitarian aid. If you want more details, again, text OLC Legacy to 94000. Click on the hyperlinks. You'll learn everything you want to about them, but they not only provide response and humanitarian aid, not only to the Middle East, and they do this in the name of Jesus, everybody. People come in being marred by bombs that are going off. They come into these little hospitality tents of men and women who are doctors who left six-figure careers here in the U.S. to go over and to live in a tent to minister to people who are being marred by bombs going off in Syria and bombs going off in Afghanistan, and they come in hurt, wounded, and they meet their physical need, and then they they tell them about the love of Jesus. So they experience free health care and they also experience the best health care, the hope that is Jesus, everybody. It's so important, all right? Global Catalytic Ministries is another one that we support, and this is our heart. It's for the underground church, my friends, in the Middle East. And you've heard me mention before that we support missionaries in, in the Middle East, and we do, and the gospel of Jesus Christ is spreading like wildfire. You're not gonna hear this in the news, but the fastest-growing church right now around the world is in Syria and in Afghanistan, everybody. Islam is falling, and the message of Jesus Christ and the hope of God is prevailing, and lives are being changed, and the underground church church is growing like wildfire right now. 
because there have been men and women who have decided to go and say, you know what, for the sake of the call, I'll lay down my life. If I have to die, so be it. I'll die as long as somebody can experience the love of Jesus. And these are men and women who are doing it, and you support them. And so I would love nothing more than on our legacy offering this year to be able to write some really big checks to continually to help support them in powerful ways. So why do we do this? Mother Teresa said it. I shared it last week. A life not lived for others is not a life. It's not a life. So pray. Ask God. Get with your, if you're married, get with your spouse. Pray. Plan. Make a plan. Be intentional. And then simply respond to what God puts on your heart. Why do we do this? 2 Corinthians 9-11. I love this. Because you and I will be abundantly enriched in every way. When? When as we give generously with our legacy offering on every occasion. For when we take your legacy offering gifts to those in need. Why do we do it? Because it causes many to give thanks to God. It causes many to experience God's love, God's hope, and the relationship that God Almighty has always wanted to have. It opens the door. Your generosity opens the door to allow us to be able to influence people with the love and the life-giving message of Jesus, everybody. This is what legacy living looks like. This is who we are. We live with vision. We love serving others. My friends, we're marked by generosity, and we do this. Here's number four, and we'll begin to close. We realize that today matters. People who live a legacy life, we realize that today matters. In other words, we're not going to wait for tomorrow. No, we're going to start today. We're going to leverage our life today. Here's our declaration. Today, I will leverage my life for legacy. Today, I will leverage my life for legacy. Come on, everybody say this out loud. Today, I will leverage my life for legacy. What are we saying? We simply want to align our life to the mandate of Jesus Christ for every Christian in this room or watching us online. That mandate comes out of Luke 14, 23. This is the living Bible. And that is to go out into the country. Come on, man. We're going to Wilder. We're going to Homedale. We're going to Greenleaf. Come on. Where are you at, Greenleaf? We're going to Star. We're going to Middleton. We're going to Ontario. Yeah, we're going to reach Oregon, too. We're going to go to Middleton. We're going to go to Treasure Valley. My friends, we're going to go out into the country, out into the world. And we're going to urge anyone we can to come to At The Movies. Now, it doesn't say that, right? But to come in so that, why? So that my house will be full. That so people can experience the love of God through people's generosity. So that people can experience the presence of God, the hope of the world. So that people can know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make an eternal difference with our lives. Why? Because this is what we were created to do. This is our ultimate purpose on this planet, everybody, is to live a legacy life. It's to leverage our time, our talent, our ideas, our creativity, our finances, our resources, our homes, our stuff, everything we have for eternal purposes. To live with vision, to serve others. We're marked by generosity. And guess what? We begin to do it today. We do it today. Will you bow your head and close your eyes? I'll be looking around. God, I thank you so much for this incredible legacy church that I get to lead. This is my family. These are my friends. And God, today we're simply reminded, Lord Jesus, that you've called us to do good, to make a difference with our life. God, we all have our roles to play with the different gifts that you've given us. And Lord, I'm just praying that, God, you'd begin to speak to people's hearts and their lives today in such a maybe a fresh way to remind them, Father God, that their life, their life, God, 
It's all about coming into a relationship with you, but then when it comes into a relationship with you, now our lives are all about helping others come into that relationship and to do everything we can with what you've given us to steward it well in a way that brings glory, honor, and praise to your name so that we can influence people with your love and life-giving message of Jesus. So Lord, I pray a blessing over everybody today. And I'm asking, Father God, that you would just renew our commitment in our heart to continue to live this today and every day as we pray, as we plan, and as we respond, not only for legacy offering, but that we respond every day with your love through us. Now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'd be remiss if I didn't give you an opportunity today to come into a relationship with God. God has always wanted to have a relationship with you. In fact, he, when he created mankind, it was perfect. It was sinless and it was beautiful. And we had this wonderful relationship with God, but then something happened. Sin entered the world. And what is sin? Sin brings separation. That's all it does. And sin separated us from God's love. Sin separated us from a relationship with the God who created us. Now, God was upset with that. So what did he do? He created a plan. It took some time. And that plan was to rescue us. That plan was to redeem us. That plan was to bring us back into what he intended for us all the time. And that was to have a relationship with him. But there had to be a sacrifice made. There had to be a payment for sin. There had to be a payment. And it was a blood sacrifice. Now, before Christ came, they sacrificed animals to try to get people to forgive their sins and get God to forgive their sins. But they realized that didn't work. There had to be a better way. And the better way was a pure, spotless sacrifice. It was God's one and only son. It had to be this way. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross so that you could live, so that I could live, so that our sins could be paid for, so that the barrier of sin could be broken and that you could begin to walk in a relationship with God. It's the beauty. It's a gift. You cannot work for it. You cannot earn it. You cannot be enough generous enough. You cannot do enough good. It's simply receiving by faith by putting your hope and trust in God, professing your faith. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you believe in your heart, it's then therefore you are saved. In other words, you come into a relationship with God. You begin to experience a miracle on the inside of you. So I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are if you're joining us online. But if you're here today, you're like, you know what? My sin is separating me right now from God. I want to ask God to forgive me of that sin. I want to be cleansed of that sin. And I want to be restored and come into a relationship with God. Listen, right where you are, I'm not going to call you down front. I'm not going to embarrass you in any way. But if you're in this room today, you're like, I want to make a decision to follow Jesus. Today, I begin a relationship with God. Be so bold. Raise your hand all across this room. Come on, let me know who you are. God bless you. Come on, every head is bowed, every eye is closed. Now is the time. Today is the day. This is the most significant decision of your entire life, your eternity. Is there anybody here? God bless you. You can put your hands down. My friends, it's not necessarily about a hand raised, but it is about a heart that connects with God. Can I encourage every single one of you to say a prayer like this? Come on, pray this out loud or underneath your breath. Say, God, thank you for wanting to have a relationship with me. Thank you for Jesus. Today, I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead to pay for my sin. Today, I give you my life. I put my trust in you. You're the son of God who died and rose again to bring me life. Forgive me. Change me. Come live on the inside of me. I give you everything. Because you gave me your all. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. 
Amen. Hey, we had some decisions today. Can you throw your hands together? Come on, celebrate with those who made a decision to follow Jesus. Yeah.